y'all come on y'all give them a little more love huh? I don't know who they were but I saw one standing up in the back back there that's what I'm talking about this is what makes church so much fun for us is the fact that you're here that you've tuned in today and that we have great people like the people on the stage and behind the scenes making it all happen can you give them a little bit more love one more time a little bit of a, I guess I'd say a disclaimer, because when I grew up in church, church was not fun. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's just the truth, man. We grew up and it was kind of like you just went in, you kind of sat down, you sang a hymn or two maybe, and then, you know, the preacher preached forever, and then you hopefully got McDonald's on the way home, but that wasn't always promised. Depends on how good you were, how bad you were, but it didn't always happen. And this is why when you look back at pictures of church directories like ours, this is, look at my face right here, all right? You think I was having fun? I'm like, no. I mean, my mom and my dad, they're, look at my brother. You think he's uptight, son? Look, he's like, is this good for you? You know? Why? Because this is the way church was. It kind of is a good representation. You know, we're trying to get through it. We're, oh, yeah, okay, we're glad to be here, but it's pretty tough. Now, I also know that in this room and watching online, there are theologians out there because what I'm about to say Many of you will go, I'm just not sure that's in there, Justin. And you go, well, what are you talking about? Well, I believe church should be fun. Can I get an amen on that? Yeah. Hey, see, that's why you're here. That's why you believe it. But you go, but is that in Scripture, Justin? Is that in Scripture? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's go to Ecclesiastes. You ready for this? 815 in the New Living Translation. So I recommend. Now, just think about this. How come I never saw this in church growing up? Most of you probably have never seen the scripture before, don't even understand what the context is, but I'm going to continue to go through it so you understand. So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better. Now think about that. In scripture, to find this passage that have having fun and that there is nothing better than having fun for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. So here's my question for you. Here we are in 2023. Do you enjoy life? Yes. <laughs> Say a couple of you, the rest of you are like, I don't know, man. I'm working on it. So here's my question number two. How much fun do you have every week? Not just in church, but in the real world. Some of you have already argued with me. Oh, man, I don't have much fun because I'm going to tell you, I work, Justin. I work for a living. You pastors are dancing around, singing, acting foolish. You know, that ain't work. I got to work. Well, here's part two of this verse. You ready? That way, when you're talking about having fun, enjoying life, why would you do that? Because that way, they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them. See, God's not saying there's not going to be hard work. We are going to have to work hard. Y'all got things you got to do. But in the grand scheme of life, it is interesting how many times we leave the fun part out. Work hard, play hard. We've all heard that phrase before, but I put a question mark because is this what you're known for? If your family gets together, if your friends get together, they go, hey, man, tell me about their personality. Tell me about their life. What are they really good at? Man, they know how to have a good time. Or, oh, man, they're pretty uptight. 
We all get the work hard part, but where is fun in your value list? In the Simple Church, 16 years old now, I can tell you, you already probably figured it out, but for me, it's a big deal. It's because when I grew up, it was not a part of it. I want to be able to have a good time. I want you to have a good time. And I'm going to prove today through Scripture why this is such a big deal, not just because of my personality, but based on biblical principles. You're going to go, boy, this will be a stretch. Well, hang on. We all have different ingredients that make up our life, different ingredients that make up a church. Or for me, I love pizza. Can I get any love for pizza out there? <laughs> One person fired up, son. And a lot of ingredients make up a pizza, right? You got to have the dough, you got to have the sauce, you got to have the cheese. But then in that scripture we just read in Ecclesiastes, something happens that's unique. It says there's nothing better than having fun. So I thought in my mind, if you kind of have ingredients of life, ingredients of pizza, like nothing better for me is old world pepperoni, all right? I don't know if you even know, look at that. When it curls up and kind of burns on the edge, you're like, mm, that's so good. For my wife Angie, it's all about sweep the kitchen. All the Johnny's fans said yes. And here's what you realize, and it's silly, but it's an illustration that I hopefully you can grab a hold of. Fun is not the only ingredient in life. You do have hard work. You do have other things that have to happen. But when the Bible says there is nothing better, I'm going to put it on the screen so you can see it again so you don't argue with me. I recommend having fun. It's an ingredient. It's a part of life. It's like your favorite pizza. Like you can get a regular pizza, but boy, to have your favorite ingredient or all of your ingredients. It's like, listen, what's the most important one? There is nothing better for people in this world than having fun. So I thought I'm going to give you four quick lessons today so you can get out and have some fun. Number one, and this is the thing that I know to be true. Fun is intentional. And you go, well, what do you mean? Well, in 53 years of living and now 16 years of Simple Church and many years of student ministry, now I'm trying to think, I've been married 25 years, so raising kids and marriage, you can look at any one of these areas of life. If you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. You go, what do you mean, Justin? Well, it's like Simple Church, even like last week, Man Day. People come in, there's sausage on the grill, you got root beer, you got these picture opportunities. You have to plan all of that. It doesn't just happen. When you walk in and you see this amazing backdrop, give it up for Blake Tricky Lavasher making it happen. Come on, y'all. Well, Blake has to get up here. When you're sleeping in and laying at home, if we want that to be fun, Blake's got to get up and build it all. Why? So that when you walk in, you can have family fun, pictures to remember that. It doesn't just happen. You have to plan it. It's intentional. So then when you have the man van, this is what's so awesome right there. Look at Brian. He's got his apron on, and Stillman brings in the big truck, and we have the signs. You have to make the signs. You have to call Stillman. Stillman's like, man, I'll be there so that you can get out and take pictures by. As silly as this is, it doesn't just happen. So in 16 years of Simple Church, root beer don't just show up. you got to have the sausage. Somebody's got to cook it. McLean and all them, patting them, coming in to make all these things happen. And you go, well, why would you do all this? because it's fun we even had the silly video if you missed the target video last week a lot of fun but i'm gonna tell you something a lot of planning and preparation goes into that you got to call all the people you got to coordinate you got to shoot it all you got to edit it all and people oh that was so fun that was so cool well here's what happens it's intentional it doesn't just happen so 
I thought this past week I got with Evan. I said, hey, Evan, send out a little message and let's vote on your favorite silly video that we've put together. And overwhelmingly, by 50% of the vote, you came in with this 4th of July video we did just a few years ago. And just to let you know, it doesn't just happen. There was a lot of coordination, and I'm going to prove it. Here is your favorite silly video from the Simple Church. Watch. do that it was all to remind you there were no fourth of july services how funny is that if you think that's funny wait till you see what we're doing this week we have a video shoot tuesday to remind you once again there's no fourth of july services it's going to be next level another you know something you've never seen before i promise you because i'm not even sure we could pull it off but we're going to try and why would we do it so that when you're watching or you're at home and you go man that's a fun environment that is fun that is something I want to be a part of. I like the light attitude. I enjoy it. I got enough heavy stuff in the news. I got enough stuff going on in my life. I need something to lighten the load. Well, that's hopefully what you'll get when you come to Simple Church. I'll give you another great example today. Why don't we have on our FX shirt today? Because there's a whole summer planned of fun for you and your family. I'm going to put it up on the screen for you. You got June. You already know that tonight we're doing the whole field day. And this is everybody's invited. You go, man, there's nothing fun to do in Shreveport Bossier. Well, I'm telling you, we're trying to have some fun. It's going to be a great day. You got also July, you got Cyport, you got August. We're going to Splash Kingdom. You're going to be in these services. Why are we doing all of these things, including the Family Field Day today? Because it's fun. Tonight at Family Field Day, you're going to have Dad Dodgeball. If you're a dad in here, I challenge you. Come on, come have some fun. Obstacle courses, field day favorites. You're going to have the whole. Uh, three-legged race you're gonna have a lot of crazy fun times snacks and Johnny's pizza can I get an amen on that right five to seven why would you not be there why would you not be there because you ready let's go back to the scripture there is nothing better for a family than having fun so if you look back at that scripture and you go, well, why would you put so much energy in all that? Why would Christy come up with field days and all this fun stuff? Because there's nothing better for you. There's nothing better for your marriage. There's nothing better for friendship. There's nothing better for a church. But you have to be intentional. I can say this in my limited living on this planet. You rarely accidentally have fun. <laughs> Most of the time you plan it. You're like, hey, we need to go do this. I need to go see the concert, go on this trip, experience this moment. 
go to this comedy show, whatever it is, or go out and enjoy life because you're so busy and you're so working and you're so doing all this other stuff, that fun usually falls down the list. And for a church, it's never really equated with fun. But I'm telling you, Simple Church, it is intentional because we want you to understand that that Ecclesiastes passage really is true. There's nothing better. Now, I'm going to give you a second thing. Fun is also spiritual. Now, most of you are going to argue with me here. You're like, I don't know about all that. Well, here's what I have learned. I think you'll learn as well. I think you'll be able to relate. Fun is fuel for your soul. And you go, what do you mean, Justin? I talked a little bit about it last week with Father's Day. My dad taught me this. My dad showed me in the midst of all that's going on. But Proverbs 17, 22, a happy heart is good medicine. And a joyful mind, I love this translation, amplified, causes healing. See, some of you right now, you're broken, you're hurt, you feel like you've defeated. And here's the thing. It's amazing what joy and fun can do for you. But all of us have to get our mind right. Because when you realize that fun brings healing, it is something not just for the kids, it's for us adults as well. The more laughter and the more joy that you have, it gets you through the tough times in life. Because you already know this, tough times are coming. Many of you are in them right now and you're going, man, I'm just trying to get through this. My goal, my challenge, the scripture's goal, the scripture's challenge is for you to find joy. And in the midst of that happiness, that fun, then all of a sudden you can begin to experience some healing. Even through the tough times that you're going through. We'll give you a great example that's happened to me recently. Obviously, my dad I talked about last week, but I'm going to go a little bit further back. And this is my good friend, Bobby Stevenson. Put a picture up. This was us at Gadzooks back in the day. We were having fun in Duda Parade. We knew how to have a good time. We did all kind of fun stuff together. Me and Bobby are known for it. He was the best at it. He knew how to enjoy life. And in the midst of his cancer diagnosis, and it moved from these kind of moments into this kind of moment. When you watch your friends struggling and trying to get through, and in the midst of it, what he was challenging me with, in case you have forgotten, on his deathbed, he looks at me and says, Justin, I'm empowering you to lead a group of men, my friends, my guy friends, to go on a great, joyous trip, a fun trip together. And you're going like, well, what are you talking about? What, what is this fun trip? Well, he literally wanted us to spread his ashes all around his most favorite place in the world. But in this journey, we were going to experience joy and happiness. And one of the first places, I don't know if you can see it or not, but it was the Carousel of Happiness. Robin and a team of other ladies that loved Bobby and had spent a lot of time with him like I had, put together this trip to honor Bobby. And what did we do? A bunch of grown men got on a carousel. You've never seen anything quite like that. <laughs> This was Jason Elliott, who's here at the church. He's a great friend, one of Bobby's best friends as well. And I snapped the picture because all of us were riding around on a carousel. You can't be mad on a carousel, all right? You're like riding around like going, this is the craziest, stupidest, most fun thing we've done. And every one of us laughed because in the midst of our heartache, in the midst of the loss of Bobby, there's some healing happening as a result of the fun. We went from there to a mountain roller coaster. This is the group picture right before we got on. If you've never been on a mountain roller coaster, it's not like powered. It is by gravity. And they literally put you on this little bitty cart, and this all the guys again, and they take you to the top of this. And this was just me snapping a selfie real fast, and I'm like, this is crazy. And the only thing you have is a little bit of a break on either side. 
And man, you get going down this thing and you are winding and going through all this stuff. And then guess what? You begin to laugh. You begin to TT on yourself. All those things happen. Because you're going, how in the world are we doing this? And then we get at the end and everybody's like, dude, that was awesome. That was fun. And guess what? In the middle of our sadness, in the middle of our tough times, we begin to experience joy and happiness and healing. We go to the top of these mountains. We take these pictures. Man, live a great story. I'm going to tell you, you know how you live a great story? Have some fun. Get out and enjoy life. It is tonight when you're at field day and your family is going, Dad, I'll never forget when we did that as a family. I don't care how old you're. Oh, that was fun when we went and be a part of this moment or to see this or to experience that. And some of you, you're in a tough time. You're in a tough season. And I'm just going to tell you, I know my family's going through it. I've been through it with Bobby even in the last year. I get it. My dad, Crescent. But here's the thing. If you're going through a tough time, plan something fun. I know it sounds counterintuitive. You're like, no, I just want to be depressed. I just want to, no, I just got to pull away. No, I'm telling you. Proverbs 17, 22, a happy heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing. We hear these scriptures, we talk about it, but you got to really believe this, that these stories and these examples are true for our modern world. Scriptures that are thousands of years old apply to where we are today. I'll give you one other example. Last week in the middle of some tough times, childhood cancer, many of you, a group of you went down to serve down at Lighthouse. And why would you go do that? Why would you go into childhood cancer and why would you try to help these families? Because believe it or not, in the midst of all of the struggle, in the midst of all the pain and the difficulty, Lighthouse is great at having fun. And they understand that when you're battling and when you're struggling and you're going, you have to plan the fun. You have to be intentional about it. And when you do, it is spiritual moments that you take away. Now, if you don't believe me, here is just the hype video once again to show you that how could you have fun in the middle of cancer? This is how. Watch. Y'all give it a little love right there. Lighthouse figured it out. So all you theologians and all you grumpy old people, listen to me. You ready? Don't argue with me. Don't argue with scripture. Just try it. Just try it. Proverbs 17, 22. Here's another translation. You ready? If you're cheerful, you feel good. If you're sad, you hurt all over. Aren't you tired of just hurting all over? Wouldn't it be good to just go, all right, God, I'm going to try it. Try the most spiritual thing you could do this week, you could do today, is go have some fun. And guess what? We planned something for you tonight, 5 to 7. Go watch the LSU game when they win that national championship. Go ahead and watch that when it happens. <laughs> then get your family and come on down. Go, let's celebrate. Let's have some more fun. And I promise you, you're going to lighten the load of whatever it is that you're going through. Number three, fun is relational. Now, what are you talking about, Justin? You can't. Have fun by yourself, or at least it's really hard to. Fun brings people together. That's just a fact. 
When you decide to have fun, when you decide to have something going on in your life, it's like, man, all of a sudden everybody begins to come in and go, man, I want to be a part of that. I don't want to miss it. Some true experiences in my life. Simple Church, one of the things that we love to do to have some fun, we have Corn Dog Day. Y'all know what Corn Dog Day is? Every time that the fair is in, a bunch of us get together and go, Corn Dog Day! And we go down and get a hot corn dog from the fair. There's nothing more fun than that. Cost you an arm and a leg, but it's fun. But guess what? Many of you go, I'm not, I don't have time for that. You have to be intentional. And there is something healing about that. When you're in this room, you're grouchy and you're old and you're mean and you're frustrated. and you're, I hate to tell you this, no one wants to be around you. But when you can go, you know what, man, I'm going to find the fun today. I am going to be intentional about it. I am also going to realize that when I'm doing that, it will bring people together. I'll give you another example. Surfing. When we get together on the boat, Putt pulls it out, and Keith, Miles, and him, we end up having a great time. But you know what? You can't surf by yourself. There's something better. The more people you can put in the boat, the more people you can have, it's just more fun. You should be to go, man, this is a great day. This is an awesome opportunity to enjoy. So here's one of the reasons I love this. It's not even based on competition. You know, if you start playing a sport, sometimes it's like, well, we lost today. Oh, we, you know, we didn't win today. The good thing about this, dude, it's a win when you're on the water. It's a win when your family's in the boat and they're smiling. It's a win when you're going, man, what a beautiful day. When you see the beautiful sunset, when you begin to go, man, this is a great day. One of the best examples I've had is Putt, who lets us go on the boat with him all the time. He showed up at Scott's wedding in a banana suit and with his son as a gorilla, all right? <laughs> this is no exaggeration. And everybody was like, there were some people that were totally offended by this. This is Scott's wedding. Why would you come in in bananas in a gorilla suit? It was fun. <laughs> and you know what? Scott dared him. That's why he did it. Some people are like, I just can't believe you would do this and put all the focus on yourself. And the putt was like, hey, I hate to break this to you. Scott was like, I am begging you to dress up and come to my wedding in some kind of costume. I dare you, putt. This is all on the boat. This is all just cutting up and everything. And you know what? When a gorilla shows up at your wedding, that's next level. This was putt, Sarah, Louie, and Miles, their family came in, and I remember going, boy, you guys have lost it. But you know what? We laughed. Everybody was like, that's crazy. And then Scott wanted a picture. Him and Julie were like, come on, get in this picture together. Next level. Hard to be mad when you see a banana in your wedding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hard to be frustrated. You're like, man, this is crazy. It's fun. Why? Because, man, when you're heavy and the stress and all this stuff, you're trying to get ready for the wedding, you spent more money than you want to. Can I get an amen? All this stuff's going on. You're like, hey, man, this is a great fun moment and it's relational and you know what it was because scott begged him to do it he's like man of course i would and then their stories and the memories come out of it this past week was scott's 40th birthday guess what we did we threw him a spongebob birthday in the office right <laughs> why because it's fun why did everybody goes why spongebob why not spongebob that's what i said why not just come in there and have some Chick-fil-A and get a dessert, man, and have a good time? Go to Monjuni's, eat some spaghetti. Where do you want to go, Scott? Man, we're going to go in there and have fun. And this is the thing. You and I both know this is not easy to do because you're busy. You got work. You have an excuse on why you're not going to have fun. And you don't even have to ask around. If you're not fun, people know it already. I want you to know. They know. Man, he just ain't fun. They're not very fun. 
And that is also why it is not always easy to have relationships because fun really does bring you together. It's relational. So if you're single in here, if you're married, if you're a family, all relationships get better when fun is apart. And if you don't believe me, go back to your family vacation pictures. Go back to the moments when you've really enjoyed and you've connected. It is when fun was a part of that. Many times. It could be a big trip that you took. It could be something that happened funny in a moment at a birthday or at a you know, family reunion, whatever it is. It's like, man, when we all come together and something fun is there, there's something unique and special that happens. And if you know how to have a good time, guess what? It attracts other people to you. Kids want to come home if you're a fun mom and dad. Kids want to go on trips with you. Even when they're grown, you're like, hey, where y'all going? I'm like, dude, we're grown. You go do your own thing. But dad, y'all are going to have fun. Where are you going? Great example, Greg, who plays guitar over here. We've been lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. He's like, hey, man, let's go see Striper. So he's going to take Jessica. Me and Angel are going to go and see a rock band over in Dallas. Guess who decided they're going to hop on the trip? All my rugrats. They're like, hey, we're going. Dad, don't leave us out. We want to go. Why? Because it's fun. If you're going on vacation, I don't care how old you are, they're like, hey, we want in on that trip. We just got back from going to see my dad and crushing them down there, Mimi and Big Dad, and guess what? None of them want to miss. I don't want to miss the fun. I don't want to miss what you're doing. This is why. For many of us in here, it really is a relational thing. So one other last little thing. If you're single in here and you're going, man, I don't really know what's going on and you don't really, really feel like you got the right person, you can't find the right person, plan some fun. Can I get an amen? Because the next thing you know, somebody might be attracted. All right, come on, Justin. But here's the other thing. Don't have too much fun. Proverbs 21, you ready for him? Wine makes you mean. See, I know you singles out there. Beer makes you quarrelsome. There's another scripture for you. And a staggering drunk is not much fun. Can I get an amen? Just have a little fun with you today. But here's the thing. It's not in an alcoholic beverage. I'm telling you. It's not in this location necessarily. It really is about the people that you have around you. Some of my favorite singles in the world are Jennifer and Hannah are on the stage with. They do the pre-show with us, which is a lot of fun. Yes. And I'm telling you, they know how to have fun. Why we like them up here? Because we can cut up. We can have a good time. If you come in and it's always serious and it's always, I'm like, listen, it ain't much fun. And if we're doing church, I want to have some fun. If we're on the stage, we want to do it because I love you. It's relational. It attracts us all together. But I already know some of you in this room, you're arguing with me in your head. You're, you're not that kind of person. That's not my personality. I just, Justin, I don't have fun. I have to work, Justin. Okay. You ready? Pay attention. Ecclesiastes, I'm going to take you back. I turned my head and saw yet another wisp of smoke on its way to nothingness. That's encouraging. A solitary person, completely alone. No children, no family, no friends, no relationships. Why, Justin? Yet working obsessively. Late into the night, compulsively greedy for more and more, never bothering to ask, why am I working like a dog and never having any fun? When you take an honest evaluation of your life and you begin to pull back and you go, what's missing? What's going on? 
Is there a spiritual element of fun in your life? Or are you so busy working, you're so busy trying to accomplish this, that, and the other, that you're missing what life is really, truly about? Now, I'm not the smart guy, but I'm going to lean on Scripture. And I'm going to go, man, if this guy's going, hey, I've looked at it all, and I'm kind of watching this whole thing, and I'm going, what's happening with all this? I can tell you that I have to practice having fun. And I don't mind at all. I don't care if you even talk bad about me. Because I like my life. And I am super grateful for what God's given me. Can I get an amen on that? I like the fact that in the midst of even my dad battling brain cancer, when I go down to see my dad, my dad taught me. He's like, let's go eat. I'm like, I'm in. Let's go to the beach. I'm in. Because you have a choice. When the toughest of times happen, when my buddy Bobby gets cancer, what does he say, man? Go out there and have fun. Find a way to find the healing in the journey in the relationships and be intentional about it. Because you might just discover that when you're doing these fun things as a family with friends, it will be healing to you as well. That you will come back and go, man, I needed that. So back in the day, we used to do student camps, all right? We did music. Greg, Daniel, Chip, a bunch of us, Alan. We'd play all over. And we used to have a little fun. In the middle of the camp, when it'd be a little bit of a lull of a week, we created, um, well, we didn't really create it. We just kind of grabbed it and kind of did our own thing with it. Y'all ever heard of paper, rock, scissors? Where were y'all at? Come on. So here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to help you today, and I'm going to try to bring you together today, and we're going to practice doing something you think is out of my mind. But I'm going to just go with it. Right now, we're going to play a little game, and we're going to find out who's buying lunch. Can I get an amen on that? Okay, you're about to get out of here. You're going to go eat. You're going to go do something. But it's not going to be paper, rock, scissors. Y'all know how to do this. We created a game called Gorilla Man Gun. Can I get an amen? So here's what I want you to do. I want everybody to stand up. You're like, oh my gosh, are we doing this in the church? Yes, we are. Okay. I want you to get with your little family group or anybody around you right now in the audience. This is the you're going, this is the strangest thing. Trust me, just have a little fun today, all right? And I want you to practice your gorilla right now. Go ahead and go gorilla. Ah. Okay, here's how this works. Gorilla beats the man. How do you do your man? You give him this. Or you can do anything like that, all right? And then man beats the gun. Gorilla beats the man. Man beats the gun. So gun, if you're ghetto, you go sideways, all right? If you're from the hood, you go like this shotgun, all right? So here's how it works. Gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats gorilla. If you tie, you die. So like right now, it's like paper, rock, scissors. So if you go ready, we're going to have a little beat going. Daniel, come on up here. Let's have a little fun. This is why we did it back in the day. Daniel, get on drums. We'd throw a beat down, and I'd go, gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats gorilla. If you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats gorilla. If you tie, you die. Then I'd count. One, two, one, two, three, pose. That was practice. All right, do you, are you with me? Come on, I need to know, are you with me? Come on, are you with me? If you're at home, play by yourself. It's all right, all right? Get your kids out of bed, whatever it is. So here, practice your gorilla one more time. Show me your gorilla, okay? Show me your man. Show me your thug gun. And if you do the same thing, you're out, all right? So this is for lunch today. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? All right, here's how we do it. Everybody go like this. Clap your hand. Gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats gorilla. If you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man. The man beats the gun. The gun beats gorilla. If you tie, you die. Say one, two, three.
two, one, two, three, pose. Oh, you ain't had that much fun in church in a while. So now, move around and find somebody else. One more time, move around, move around. Find somebody else next to you. Find the next challenge, find the next challenge. Here we go. One more time, can I get an amen out there? Come on. Here we go, one more time, here we go. Mm. Sing it with me. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats gorilla, if you tie, you die. Gorilla beats the man, the man beats the gun, the gun beats gorilla, if you tie, you die. Say one, two, one, two, three, pose. I ain't heard that much laughter in church. Give it up for D-Nice on the drums this morning. Have a seat. Now, did you have fun? This is the whole point, man. Listen, and if you're buying lunch, I'm sorry. You should have played better, all right? And here's the fourth point. We're going to get out of here. You ready? Not only is fun relational. You already saw it. Some of you started laughing, started smiling. Some of you were very uncomfortable. You had the man pose down. Man pose, all right? But fun is also attractional. You don't know why there's so many empty churches? Churches? Because no folks equals no fun. If you go to a dead, empty church, there's not a lot of fun in there. You just walk in and go, hey, where's that? This is why, you know, Simple Church, we're trying to solve problems, right? So here's one of the big problems that we were trying to solve. Create a place where people want to come. And why do they want to come? Because it's fun. It's full of laughter. It's full of joy. This is the whole journey of following Jesus. We've been sold alive back in the day. That if you were going to be a Christian, it was just you straight laid, no smiling. You got pinched if you laughed. You couldn't have a good time. Everybody was angry and mad. I don't know if you know it, but that wasn't helping any church grow. It's just the truth. You go in there like, man, I want to be a part of that. I don't want to do nothing like that. But here's what happened to Simple Church. Here's just a little quick review. I just pulled this together real quick. You don't know what Simple Church is like and why we've been working at this for 16 years? Because ain't it fun? Watch. Ain't it fun? If you know anything about Simple Church, you understand we like fun. Matter of fact, on our YouTube channel, there is a fun section where you can watch all the fun, silly videos we've created. Why would we do that? Because it's attractional, it's relational, it's healing, and it's intentional. And you go, well, why would you do all that? Are you ready here for, uh, for the theologians? Oh, I know you're here. Thank you for joining us, brother, brother sister. And I will draw you back uh, your attention to the scripture to prove my point once again. In the book of Esther, 
chapter 8, verses 17. Let's join this right now. The city of Susa exploded with joy. I want you to remember this. This is for everybody who's a naysayer, negative, you doubt. Just watch. For the Jews, it was all good times and laughter. I'm not making this up. You go read it. They celebrated. It was that way all over the country, in every province, in every city. You ready for this? We're not talking about just one thing. It was like, man, they're going crazy. If you really want to know crazy, the Jews took to the streets. Imagine right now if we went out there out in the street, gorilla beast, the man, the man, beast, the gun. And people be like, what is wrong with these people? The Jews took to the streets in celebration, in cheering, in feasting. And not only that, are you ready for this? But many non-Jews became Jews. Isn't that interesting? People on the outside saw what was going on with the Jewish culture and they were like, them dudes know how to party, son. I'm in on that group. I'm looking for a church. I'm looking for some fun. I'm looking for a celebration. I'm looking for healing. I'm looking for something at next level. And guess what? The non-Jews became Jews. I'm going to say it again. Nobody wants to hang with grouchy, mean, no fun folks. There ain't nobody alive. You go, hey, man, where's the grouchy, mean old dude? Let's hang out. You want to do lunch? That's the person they call for lunch. You're like, uh-oh, sorry. Didn't even see it. Didn't even feel that go on. I didn't get the invite. And this is the reason at Simple Church I'm trying to show you. Through example, through scripture, through 16 years of Simple Church, through the highs, through the lows, through cancer. Whatever it is, listen, you have a choice. You can get negative. You can get grouchy. You can be really just mad at the world, or you can say, God, I know you, and you're full of joy. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. And wherever you want me to go and whatever you want me to do, help me to be full of joy and full of fun so that when others see in the midst of everything else that's going wrong, there's something different in them. Man, they know how to get through this. And it is true. we got to learn it. But at the same time, parents, why do you come tonight? Why do you go to field day? Why do you, oh my gosh, we got to get back out because, let's be honest, it doesn't cost you much. A little bit of time. It's a free event. If you want a Johnny's Pizza, there is a little bit of money involved now. You can buy one on the way out. But listen, you can walk out. And what does it cost you to create a memory that the church was a part of? And they go, man, that was fun today. When they see you get hit in the head, dad, by that dodgeball tonight, that's priceless. And here's the thing, Psalm 1611, you will teach me the right way to live. Just being with you will bring complete happiness. If we're trying to teach you, and when we get with Jesus, I promise you, there is joy. There is fullness of joy, and there is life. It is intentional. I want you to remember that. It is relational. It's attractional you got to understand it is healing, it is spiritual, all of those things. When you think fun's not a big deal and why does Simple Church go through all this, this is one message I hope you remember. And tonight is going to be a way for you to experience it. you got a whole summer full of it, but tonight is a night to experience it. Remember, Ecclesiastes 8. I recommend... I recommend having fun. Why? Because there is nothing better. Nothing better than having fun. 
for people in this world, intentional, healing, relational, attractional, nothing better for people. I got one more example for you. In a world where you're trying to look for examples, I am so grateful for Steve Hartman. You already know this. You know it's coming. But I also want you to get your tissue ready because if you're sensitive and you don't really believe in any of this, I'm going to prove it to you in the real world. Because this is a great example of relational, of attractional, and he's tempted to be the grouchy old man. This guy's got an option. I can be grouchy or I can have some fun. And I don't know what you want to be known for. I don't know what you want your reputation to be. I can tell you what Simple Church wants to be known for. And I can tell you also what I hope you'll be known for is examples just like this. Watch. Not long ago, Dave Palazzolo of Salt Lake City, Utah, got one of those smart security cameras. And almost immediately, it captured a trespasser on his driveway. You get the alert and you kind of have a, an immediate sense of anxiety. Oh, someone's going to do harm to me. That imminent threat? A four-year-old on a joyride. Every night, like clockwork. Paying person at driveway and you're like, uh, who is it? Oh, it's just that kid again. You're interrupting my Netflix. How old are you? I'm almost 50. You're a little young to be doing the whole get off my lawn thing. I know, right? <laughs> but Dave said something had to be done. So under the cover of darkness, he went out on his driveway and wrote a message to the boy that basically said, kid, you win. The next day. You can almost see the look on his face when he gets it. And then he just charges into it. This was in June. And from that day to now, Dave's driveway racetrack has remained. Whenever weather washes it away, he simply draws another. He even built this contraption to keep the line straight and now researches famous race courses for track authenticity. The guy really is serious about his sidewalk chalk. Make sure you get the intersection right. You know, there's a chance you're more into this now than he is. It's entirely possible. Actually, <laughs> let's call it a draw. This a new one, Dad? This is Quinn discovering Dave's latest creation. You should know, before the security camera went off that first time, Dave had never met Quinn or his family. Yet all summer, he has been helping to raise the boy in this small way. It's been amazing. Quinn's dad, Josh. Um, just that we can be a part of something like that, that we can see the good side of humanity. Feels good. Oh, you're totally beating me. There are a lot of great dads out there. But the true measure of a man is not how he raises his own kids. It's how he raises the village. You totally won. Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road. Come on, y'all, what? <laughs> Intentional. You can get mad somebody's in your driveway or you can start drawing a racetrack. Healing. Spiritual. Imagine everything going on in that family, both lives, what came out of as, as a result. Relational, attractional. Didn't know them, but all of a sudden now they've come together. When I challenge you with this, it's one thing to hear it in a sermon. It's another thing when you walk out of there, I beg of you. And somebody goes, man, where do you go to church? I pray that you'll be so fun, so full of joy that they'll go, man, you must be a simple church person. Because when you know Jesus and you ask him into your life, he gives you what you need. The joy of the Lord is your strength to be able to take on whatever it is this world tries to throw at you. Whether it's my dad right now going through cancer 
whether it was my friend Bobby who battled cancer valiantly, or it's you and your circumstance and your situation, which direction are you going to go? I can tell you this, you're not just going to fall into fun. It's intentional. And tonight, if you need that little boost, I don't care if your kids are grown and out of the house, come and just sit in the stands. It's air conditioned. Can I get an amen? We're in the airline gym. Thank God for airline gym. Just watch the kids having fun. Watch the families play together. Come and volunteer. Come and be a part of it. Man, come get the snacks. We got like field day snacks, y'all. You can't be mad and eat. Can I get an amen on that? Pizza. Johnny's is coming. You got all this stuff going on. Why would we do all this? Because maybe it'll be healing for you and your family. And maybe it'll be a memory that they'll remember for the rest of their lives. Dad, I remember. Mom, I remember. Father, I pray for each and every one of us. We're in the midst of all that's going on in our life that we would remember your word. Lord, Scripture, so many great things in there, but today's is one that I've overlooked, and many times we don't focus on this. Grow up in church, we didn't talk about this, but I pray that the generation that follows us will understand the value of fun, that there is healing in that. And as Ecclesiastes said, there's nothing better. Why? Because there's a world out there that needs to know that you are full of hope. And that we do have joy no matter what's going on. And no matter what's been thrown into our path, that we will lean on you and trust you. And it will bring other people to us. And that we'll be able to do life together. It will attract those that don't believe. And as we saw in Esther, God, that the non-believers will go, man, I want to be a part of that. Let it be our story. Let it be who we are. Lord, I thank you again for all the effort and the energy that goes into preparing all this stuff. To have the fun, to shooting the videos, to creating the events. Just give us what we need tonight to be able to hold on to these memories and go in there expecting you to do some cool things in our families. Jesus, if there's somebody that doesn't know you, I pray that what they would do, they would be attracted to you. The fact that you are full of joy and full of life. And I pray, Lord, they wouldn't surrender to a church or to a pastor. They would surrender to the person of Jesus and they would say, Jesus, I want what you have. And when we admit that we're wrong, when we admit we've made mistakes and confess that you are the one and only way, And we ask you to come into our life. You promise to change us, to help us. And that's what we want. Come into our lives and change us and help us be more like you so that when we get out in this world, the world will recognize there's something different. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen.